Shalom, 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 evening everybody. I believe you are all doing well. Wow, we bless God. We bless God, we bless God, we bless God for this evening. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Alright. Alright. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. 
I bless the Lord God Almighty for your lives. I believe strongly that this evening his hand has been lifted to be a great blessing to our lives. Wherever you are, you want to lift up your voice and thank God. Lift up your voice and thank God for his grace, for his mercies, for his protection and preservation over your life. Just lift up your voice wherever you are right now. Mighty God, we honor you. Shabbatabalagatagatelegeta. Ipatagatagatelegetelegetus. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Father, we exalt you. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise and the glory. Begin to bless the Lord, begin to bless the Lord. Mighty God, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Blessed Father, we give you praise, we give you all the glory and the honor. Thank you for such a time as this in your presence, O Lord. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that your wings of protection will cover us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. These are your people that you have called even to carry the mantles and the burden of the prophetic and the apostolic. I pray on behalf of them all that you will show them mercy. Show all of us mercy. Grant us grace even to carry on with the assignment that you have placed upon our souls in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We ask, O oh God, that you will shower your blessings upon us and cause our eyes to be opened to understand the verities of the kingdom, that your name alone will be glorified. We honor you, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right. Jerry, it is... um. It is actually uh, just strings, and um, mostly that's what Prophet Prince Achumanasi uses when he is preaching. So you can go. I think the the title on YouTube is Prophet 
Manasseh Achu prayer streams. So you can go to YouTube, just type that, and um, you can download it. All right. All right, you're welcome. Wow, blessed be God. I want to welcome all of you once again to School of the Prophets. Welcome back from that long commercial break. Hey, it's been a long time. This one is not a quick commercial break, a long one. But we thank God that we are back. Amen. You know, we thank God that we are back. And this time around, we are back with serious fire. I'm telling you, the Lord will cause us to soar like eagles in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every knowledge that we need, that knowledge that enabled the prophets in the times of Elijah, to start the school of the prophets we pray that the lord will cause that knowledge to fill our hearts in the name of the lord jesus we will not be ignorant prophets we will not be unlearned prophets but we shall be among those that are learned that once our eyes are opened into the realm of the spirit even without deeper revelation we will get understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, all right. This evening, I want us to handle one part of the prophetic that is very, very, you know, um, important that many people have actually thrown away. And in fact, there are many people who are experiencing it, but they cannot teach because they don't have understanding. And I pray that the Lord will shed more light upon His Word and grant us understanding into these dimensions in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want to talk about angels and the prophetic ministry. Angels and the prophetic ministry. Angels and the prophetic ministry. Now, since time immemorial God Almighty had a plan and the plan of God especially for the prophetic was that the move of the prophetic will actually be through one avenue and that avenue is by the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit now, one other name for the Holy Spirit that every prophetic person must know and understand is the angel of the presence of God. Write it down. The angel of the presence of God is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Ghost actually is the angel of the presence of God. And when we really talk about the presence of God, we are actually talking about the glory of God. And when we read the book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says that how God in sundry times 
God spoke to us through the prophets. But in these last days, has He spoken to us through His only begotten Son, who is the express image and the glory of God. So Jesus is the glory of God. And the glory of God is the presence of God because wherever the glory of God is, that actually is God's presence. Now, Jesus being the glory of God and the presence of God, the Bible says that the Holy Ghost, now the Holy Ghost is the angel of the presence. Angel of the presence. Isaiah chapter 63 verse 9 Isaiah chapter 63 verse 9 the Bible said in all their affliction he was afflicted and the angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity he redeemed them and he bare them and carried them all the days of old So you see, the Holy Ghost is the angel of the presence of God. And the presence of God is the glory of God, that is Jesus. So if you are looking at it critically, If you are looking at it critically, you will understand that the Holy Ghost actually in a higher dimension, when you enter into the realm where Jesus is really known as the presence of God, the Holy Ghost is known in that realm as the angel of the presence. That is to say, the angel of Jesus Christ is the Holy Ghost. The angel of Jesus Christ is the Holy Ghost. That is why the word angel actually means messenger. So when Jesus wants to do something, he sends the Holy Ghost. So there is nothing that the Holy Ghost will come and say about himself. Because he's a messenger. He speaks the message that has been given to him and that is why the Holy Ghost is also known as the Spirit of Truth and Jesus is the Word of God who is the truth so the Holy Ghost is here to reveal Jesus that is his assignment so he is the angel of Jesus Christ now the Holy Ghost in his highest realm is an angel and I want to break things down an angel is not a, a being with white garment with wings no an angel in the dimension of God is actually somebody or let me say a spirit entity that God gives a message to to deliver so an angel is 
a messenger. The word angel in the Greek is angelos, which means a messenger. That is to also say, when God gives a man a message and say, go and declare my message, that man has become an angel because he has become a messenger. But there is a difference between a man that is a messenger and a real angel. Are you following? I'm trying to break things down before we move into the angelic dimension. Good. So the Holy Ghost is known as the angel of the presence of God. And I told you that the presence of God is a symbol of the glory of God. Anytime, so when you look into the Ark of the Covenant, can I open our eyes a little bit on something here? Okay, good. Now, follow me. The Ark of the Covenant that was in the Temple of Israel was actually a sign of the presence of God. And we all have heard a lot of men of God say that. The Ark of the Covenant was actually the presence of God among Israel. So, anytime we bring the Ark, it means God is here. And there is something about the ark. When the high priest is ministering, the temple is divided into three. We have the outer court. The outer court has certain instruments over there. One of the instruments is called the brazen altar. It is that altar that they burn all kinds of um, lamps so that the smoke will ascend to the heavens all the lambs that must be killed for the covering of the sins of the people for the atonement of sins will be killed on that brazen altar at the outer court and when the lambs are being killed the outer court is an open place where all the children of israel can have access to Now, from that dimension, the priest enters into the holy place. That is the second dimension. And when he enters, maybe one of these days we'll talk about all the instruments, the seven instruments in all these dimensions. Then God will give us clear understanding about it. But tonight I'm just talking about angels. Now, when... The high priest, after sacrificing the lambs on the brazen altar, moves into the holy place. He performs another assignment there. We have the altar of incense. We have the table of showbread. We have the seven lamb stands, the candlesticks. He performs assignments there. Then he moves into the most holy place. Now, it is in the most holy place that the Ark of the Covenant is found. Now, when he enters into the most holy place, he will have some of the blood of the lambs that he killed on the brazen altar in a certain utensil. 
and he will carry it straight into the most holy place now when you get to the most holy place if you have seen the picture of the ark of the covenant you realize that there are cherubim there are cherubim facing each other now let me give you this understanding in hebrew anytime you hear or you see a name that has i am attached to it it means it is plural so when you hear the word cherubim we are talking of plural that means they are plenty but when you hear of cherub cherub is just one that is why when you read the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 1 the bible said in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and when you look at the word god there it is the word elohim elohim and you realize that elohim has i am at the latter part that means that god created heaven and earth. that elohim there it was not only one personality called god but it was a group so there was a plural dimension of god that created the heavens and the earth are we all following good so you see cherubim were facing each other and the place where the cherubim were facing at the basement of where they were facing it is known as the mercy seat in between the cherubim that space on the ark of the covenant is called the mercy seat and that is where the high priest will sprinkle the blood that is found in that utensil the high priest will sprinkle the blood at that place and the moment he sprinkles the blood on top of the mercy seat he begins to recite certain recitations and as he begins to do that the voice the sound that is coming out of the recitation echoes in the drops of the blood then the moment that happens there is a spark of light that will appear as a round it, the shape is round it will appear on top of the cherubim and that arc of light that will appear on top of the cherubim is actually god the moment the high priest does everything and the light does not appear it means god did not descend and that time there cannot be atonement of the sins of the children of israel are you following I'm showing you something good and now because the ark of the covenant in itself is a sign or a symbol of the presence and the glory of God you realize that when you look at the ark of the covenant there are cherubim now Jesus is the presence and the glory of God so definitely there must be cherubim around Jesus so when we read the book of genesis chapter 3 the bible said when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil god sent cherubim with flaming swords to guard the way to the tree of life the way 
to the tree of life the way to the tree of life now jesus came and he said i am the way the truth and the life so you see definitely there are cherubim around jesus because jesus is actually the way can i explain something here after man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil he wanted to partake of the tree of life immediately but that was going to be a big problem maybe one of these days i'll take time to explain it into details because at that point death was found in man and man actually wanted life with death in one container and it was a dangerous thing it would have destroyed the entire human race and there would have been nothing god could do because man could be living forever and would be having pleasure in sin continuously he cannot die he's always killing and he's always doing everything the one that man tries to kill will even be alive fornications will keep going on because the tree of the knowledge of good and evil has already been ate and that tree of the knowledge of good and evil will actually produce death because god told them that in the day that they eat they will surely die so the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is death and the fruit of the tree of life is life how can death and life cohabit in one container it is a dangerous thing so god in his infinite wisdom wanted to take away death from man before he put in life but the way that god will put away death so that life will gain expression in man was that god now had to put the fruit which is on the tree of life put that fruit into a particular container and send that container into us so the container that we now have into us that is carrying the seed and the fruit which is life is the holy ghost so the holy ghost the more we fellowship with him the more he evacuates death out of us and as death begins to get out of us life gains expression so as i'm talking to you right now death and life is inside you but the life that is inside you is covered i don't know if somebody's getting my the picture here it's, it's like we have wrapped the life so that death cannot get close but that that wrapper that has been used to wrap life the more we fellowship inside our spirits that wrapper pushes away death and by the time you realize as death is being evacuated then life that is inside that wrapper will start gaining expression and death is found in your body life is found in your spirit so you see right now what you push from your spirit to your body will, will push away death then the life that is inside your spirit will now be in your body and the moment the life comes into your body your body will change to a glorified body this is the plan of god for man but man wanted to immediately eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil to stop this godly plan that god had so god had to send cherubim 
with flaming swords and there are deeper meanings to these things but i'm talking about angels here that is why i don't want to go into all these things but the, what i'm trying to let you understand is that the holy ghost is the angel of the presence of god and when we say the angel of the presence of god we're actually talking about jesus christ so the holy ghost is the angel of jesus and if the holy ghost is the angel of jesus let's enter into the god realm where we are talking about the father the word and the spirit god understood in all these dimensions so you see jesus christ actually is the angel of the father and the holy ghost is the angel of jesus the father has no angel the way god made it because if the father want to reveal himself he reveals himself through the son and if the son also wants to reveal himself he reveals himself through the holy ghost So the one that reveals the other is the angel of the other. Are you getting the picture here? Amazing. If you have this basic understanding, then let's have this clear understanding also. God, in his infinite wisdom, handled the matter. Okay, let me just open your eyes. We are going today, we'll dive very deep. Can we? good when you pick the lord jesus christ there are dimensions in jesus and jesus has particular angelic beings that work with him when you pick the holy ghost he is the angel of jesus he also has angelic beings that work with him so you see when you come to jesus there are dimensions in Jesus. Jesus is the Word of God. He is the presence of God. He is the glory of God. There are dimensions in that, in all these. When you pick the Word of God, the Word of God in itself has dimensions. We have the Word of His grace, the Word of truth. We have um, the good Word. There are so many dimensions. And every dimension of Jesus, which is the Word of God, has an angel that works with it. It is the same way when you come to the Holy Ghost, who is actually the angel of Jesus Christ, he also has dimensions in himself. And there are two main dimensions of the Holy Ghost. The first one is called the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the second one is called the anointing of the Holy Spirit. All these two dimensions of the Holy Ghost also has angels that work under so now when you pick the gifts of the holy spirit we have the gift of prophecy there are angels that work according to that gift only we have the gift of word of knowledge there are angels that work according to that gift only we have the gift of word of wisdom there are angels that work according to that gift only throughout the gift of descending of spirit there are angels the gift of faith angels gift of healing are we getting the pictures here if you understand it this way it will be very easy for you to work with angels in your prophetic ministry 
so the healing gift is a gift of the holy ghost it is the gift of the holy spirit but there are angels that the holy ghost actually rules over because the holy ghost himself he is an angel but his angelic assignment is to jesus only jesus himself is an angel but his angelic assignment is to the father only but he has angelic beings that serve under him that is why the angels that heal the sick healing angels are different from prophetic angels but the same giftings of the holy ghost the same holy ghost it is the same holy ghost that gives healing the same holy ghost that works with the prophetic but the angels that work under these giftings are different because in the godhead listen that is what god did all angels in this universe that god has created all the angels in this universe that god has created god has actually placed them under the holy spirit never forget this thing that i've said all the angels that god has created in this universe god has placed all of them under the holy ghost that means there is nothing any angel can do without a command or an instruction from the holy spirit So you see, the Holy Ghost is on this earth to fulfill an assignment. But the assignment that he is to fulfill, in a way to accomplish his assignment, he is releasing the dimensions inside him into man. And these dimensions are gifts and anointings. But these dimensions also come with angels. So definitely, when he releases the dimensions of himself into man, he has also dispatched angels to the man. So if the man is supposed to be a prophet, he must definitely have angels in his prophetic assignment. And today we are not talking about all the other giftings. We are talking about the prophetic. The prophetic. I want you to know this. When we talk about the prophetic, we have all understood that there are four main gifts four main gifts of the prophetic the first one is the gift of prophecy the second one is the gift of word of knowledge the gift of word of wisdom and the gift of discerning of spirits there are angels allocated to all these four dimensions of of gifts the angels that work in discerning of spirits do not necessarily work or work in word of wisdom or word of knowledge or any other gift they are specific beings that come to give specific assignments once they come to deliver the assignment they are done they go
Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Work was misbehaving. All right. So, as I said, all the giftings of the Holy Ghost in the prophetic, which is the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of prophecy, and descending of spirits, all these giftings have specific angels allocated to them. The angels that work with the giftings of descending of spirits cannot minister on the dimension of word of knowledge or word of wisdom so god has actually specified them according to their giftings so there are certain angels when they appear you have to know that this is a, it is time for word of knowledge and the way word of knowledge manifests there are times you don't need to see a vision or hear something in the spirit sometimes these angels the way especially angels that move with word of knowledge and word of wisdom most of the times they speak into the mind of the prophet so it will enter it will come into the mind of the prophet like a thought and when the prophet says it it will be so he has not seen he has not heard but a thought just came to his mind. He said it and it was a reality. It was something that was going on. So like a prophet is just ministering, he just picks a lady and said, there are a lot of things that have gone on in your family, a lot of troubles going on. Many of the ladies, they give birth before they marry. And the lady said, yes, it is true. Yes, it is true. Even my mother gave birth before she married. My, my two elder sisters they have all given birth one is married the other one is yet to marry one of god it is true meanwhile the young prophet did not see anything or heard anything it could be that an angel of word of knowledge 
spoke into the mind of the prophet it dropped as a thought sometimes it will not even come as a thought it will come on your tongue so you don't even know what you are saying but the thing just comes out of your mouth so fast and as it comes out it is true so you see that many people once they are prophesying they want to move very fast in the prophetic in, in the declaration of the prophetic word so they'll go like lady get her for me the lord said i should pray for you he's about to lift you he's about, and as he's speaking out so fast like that the angels take charge of his tongue he doesn't even know what he's saying but everything he says is actually on point they have actually taken charge he has not seen he has not heard no thought has come to his mind he's just saying it and the person is confirming said the lord is going to open a traveling door for you he did not see any traveling door but the, the moment he said the person said yes uh, about five prophets have prophesied to me about that this is a confirmation and you see most of the times what these young prophets will do is that they will not say how they are experiencing what they are seeing but they will say it in a way that like they are seeing it in the spirit so they make it look like i am seeing that a traveling door is about to open for you at the moment the person says yes it is true many prophets have confirmed everybody will think that the, the guy that is prophesying is seeing visions meanwhile he can prophesy to 50 people in the church without seeing anything that is why i keep saying that if you are waiting for your eyes to open before you prophesy it will take a long time Maybe you might die for your grandchildren to come and take over. Exactly. These people, God bless you, Theo. One of the signs of people that actually speak when angels have taken charge of their tongue is that when they declare the prophetic word, they are forgotten because it, it did not pass through their, their minds and their brains, so it can't be recorded. So you go back to them and say, Man of God, you said something like this, but I didn't really get it. Can you hit on it again? You say, What did I say? <laughs> because it came straight from the tongue. If only it had passed through the, the mind in the form of a thought or a vision, the real feed that. The real baby grandpa to take some time. And you see, the reason why many people we are, we are struggling is that we don't want to say, I sense. And you see, sometimes when the, when the Holy Ghost and angels take charge of your tongue, you don't sense anything. You are just speaking the thing. And you see, when you are at that realm, eh, the more the confirmations come, the more you speak deeper things. Meanwhile, you have not seen anything. I'm telling you, I've been there before. You say that thing, sir, the person, the man of God, it is true, it is true. Ah, then you are going deep, then you are saying bigger things. Hey. You can say, ah, and mention name that you have not heard, you have not seen, just came out of your mouth. And the person says, yes, that is my elder sister. It is possible. It is possible. There are angels that have been assigned 
for specific giftings in the prophetic. So let's understand that. Now, I want to just touch on few things about these angels and how they work with each gift. That is going to be my message for this evening. Are you following? Good. Good. So now, there are many people working with angels, but they don't know. Because to them, for them to be aware that they are working with angels is when their eyes open to see angels. But it's not always like that. It is not always like that. You can work with plenty angels in various dimensions and still not know that you are working with angels. Because for your eyes to open to see the angels you have been working with, it is another gift on its own. And that gift is called discerning of spirits. If you have not grown in that gift, you might be working with angels too, but you might not see them. Because the word discerning in that discerning of spirit is to know and to understand. To know and to understand spirits. And that word spirit is not only talking of godly spirit, but any other spirit. So you can see in a vision a dwarf. It is a spirit. And that is a function of a gift called discerning of spirit without that gift you might sense you might sense a dwarf in a place but you will not see it so seeing and hearing in the realm of the spirit is a gift on its own called discerning of spirits now with this understanding when you read the book of zechariah chapter one there are a lot of prophets that actually worked with angels in their prophetic ministry but among all these prophets the person the one that made that made it so clear that he was actually with an angel of god in a vision was zechariah in the book of zechariah chapter one the bible said Zechariah was the word of the Lord came to him and God said that he was so displeased with the fathers of old and all those kind of things but when you start from verse 9 the Bible said this is what Zechariah the prophet said he said then said I oh my Lord what are these let's start reading from verse verse 7 he said upon the four and twentieth day of the eleventh month which is the month of sabbath in the second year of darius 
came the word of the Lord unto Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Ido, the prophet, saying, verse 8, I saw by night, and behold, a man riding upon a red horse, and he stood among the metal trees that were in the bottom, and behind him were there red horses, speckled and white. Verse 9, then said I, O oh my Lord, what are these? And the angel that talked with me, and the angel that talked with me said, said unto me, I will show you what these be. And the angel that talked with me. So what Zechariah the prophet was actually saying was that in the vision, as he saw a man riding on a red horse among the metal trees he said there was an angel in the vision that was talking with him so the moment he saw that he said oh my lord what are these then the angel said to him i will show you what this means that means that there are dimensions in our prophetic that angels will actually show us the things that we are seeing the meaning of them because man is well acquainted in the natural the moment your eyes opens to see in the spirit you might just see a tree and you might use the understanding you have about trees in the natural to interpret it which might be wrong so you need an entity that is well acquainted with the realms that live in those realms to decode what that tree is because there are trees you might see that are actually spirits some of them are mansions where spirits dwell they might not be normal trees as we know so when you see it that is why most of the times every vision that god gives you there must be interpretation because things don't appear as we see them and most of the times when God wants to communicate to the spirit of the prophet he actually picks things that the prophet is well acquainted with in the natural and causes it to be revealed in the spirit realm then later he will bring the interpretation that is why when an angel of God is sent to me in my prophetic ministry sometimes when I am in a congregation where nobody understands English the angel speaks to me sometimes when I am in a congregation where nobody understands the language I am speaking it is that language the angel will speak there are times the angel seriously some of the mention names all the airway names Avaglo and all those things they were mentioned but there are times too that they don't mention they show it on a plaque card or they will rather put the, their hand on the forehead of the person you are about to prophesy to and the moment they remove their hand the person's name will be there So you see, most of the times when you hear prophets say, I'm seeing a name like, then they are not able to mention it. It means the angels did not 
mention it. Because the moment the angels mention it and you hear it, you will just see it exactly as they mentioned it. But if it was shown to you on a card, on a placard, or on the person's forehead, or on any particular thing, sometimes the name will appear in the clouds, in the sky, or in, an, in the open space. You see the letters. Yes. There are so many places that you, names can appear. Especially you, the young prophet, you have now entered into the forensic dimension. There be a name Especially when sometimes, you know, when your eyes are now being widened in the spirit realm, you might see a name like Millicent, but maybe you will see the Millie and the Scent. It will look like the more the, the letters go to the latter part, it feeds. That's it. It feeds kakra. Because it is, a, it is just to let you know that all the dimensions of the 12 eyes of Asia has not really been opened. How many of us remember that message? I told you about the 12 dimensions of eyes. Don't forget it because you, you need it. You need it. When you get to a certain point, you have to know the level that you are with your seeing. So those of us who have not started seeing, you might just be at level one. Because definitely there are times that the moment you close your eyes and something will flash your, your eyes. You see something, but you cannot get hold of it. It just comes and goes. It means you are still at level one. For you to know that you are growing in seeing, when you see the thing, it doesn't go away quickly. It stays for a while. And as the thing stays for a while, you will pick plenty details about what you are seeing. Because what scares you? how the vision comes and goes don't avoid though it is an it is the opening of your your the first level and the second level of your sight yeah because sometimes Yes. You close your eyes. Sometimes you can just, you are talking with somebody or you are just praying. You close your eyes and you see a broom. Or you see an aeroplane. It doesn't make sense. But you have seen it. The more you are able to sustain the aeroplane, when the aeroplane gets sustained in the vision on your eyes for a time, 
you will realize that it is not just an airplane you were seeing but there's something about it that you did not see from the beginning so what actually makes prophets see details in visions is their ability to sustain vision on their eyes for a longer period because you will know that it is not only an airplane that God is trying to show maybe the airplane is flying and it moved into a certain building but you only saw the airplane you did not see how it moved into the building and all those things because of your level of vision but the more your eyes are opening you will see you you'll be able to sustain all these things you will see everything and i can show you a secret on how to it takes time it takes time for you to um sustain a vision on your eyes it takes time it takes time and you need much more prayers aside prayer you need a lot of fasting and in the period of your fasting meditate a lot somebody said maybe a year it depends it depends on how you grow yourself you see the way giftings are if your 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 desire for the gifts to grow is on and off it will take a long time for it to grow because gifts your desire into the thing no let it grow it is some of some people will grow their gift fast even they will be very young but they will be sharp they will be sharp it is because they have given themselves to the um the area that is causing them to 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 grow and if you listen to my message on the seeing eyes i've given certain keys that can help you listen you are a young prophet Can you all hear me, please? All right. Good. So, um, if you listen to my message on the seeing eyes, and I've seen a lot of comments. I've, I've, I've had prophets calling me from so many places. They are so excited about the, the, the message. It has really blessed them. So you see how how you give yourself to the systems of growth in your seeing you know all these giftings have different ways of growing them but with the gift of prophecy word of knowledge and word of wisdom fasting and prayer you know 
amount to its growth more but when it comes to descending of spirit which is the opening of the eyes and the ears even though fasting and prayer you know is about 60 percent of the growth of it there is a dimension of meditation and silence that you need that can help you grow i'm telling you silence and meditation and listen to this you are a young prophet you are now picking things up small small in close visions i beg you when you are praying don't open your eyes a lot of people make these mistakes that is why most of the times god is trying to speak to you power but what be when meanwhile you are not in the close in the open vision level so you have opened your eyes physically and you are praying Meanwhile, God is actually showing something to you. It's the moment I bet when you pray now, then I buff fast. And why are you careful that many sometimes when the thing comes so fast, the way I why do you need national identity banner? By force, then you begin to lose the deep message that God is trying to communicate. But saying what when you threw out don't open your eyes, continue with the closure and pray and pray and pray you realize that some of the visions and mastery but you realize that it is connecting so please and you see a day a problem they say most of us the young prophets when we are given opportunity to, to come in the midst of a congregation to prophesy we don't close our eyes. You see that thing? You know that when you close your eyes, that is when you see, you know, some visions, small, small. But you are walking with your eyes opened. At that dimension, the only way that God can do to help minister the prophetic through you is by instant knowledge which is known as perception or by hijacking your tongue to speak what he is speaking because with the scene at that point it will it will pause unless you close your eyes and that is the problem of many if you want to grow the ability to see you need to hide more you need to hide you need to hide that's so you can prophesy without seeing you know but my my my, my brethren seeing is a great ability i'm telling you Pay every price to see. Pay every price. You know, you can prophesy without seeing and it will be on point. You'll be happy in yourself for a while because the confirmations came. But when you know you have actually seen the thing you prophesied about, there's a certain kind of boldness that comes to you when you see a thing and you are declaring it. Even if the person said no, you know that this one you saw it 
you know I do many who here. I mean the beam and the men who here. My mommy tuna maca. You speak it with some boldness. But you who are now walking. Sometimes you are not, you know, boldness and then shed that new cases are. But that doesn't mean that you're searching to who wants an hour prophesy. But I'm saying that if you are brought in the midst of a congregation to prophesy and you know the scene has not got into a certain level, just pray to God. Say, Lord, take charge of my tongue. Holy Ghost, help me. And begin to flow. The Lord will use your tongue to speak things that are true. After that, go and hide and pray because there are many people once they stand and they declare and it is true they forget the ability to see so i can stand here and boldly tell you about 70 to 80 percent of prophets don't see visions but they prophesy Are you all with me? Yeah. You need to understand this. About 70 to 80% of prophets in this whole world don't see visions. Some of them would dream. Because visions are in various dimensions and frequencies if you want to take a microphone you are standing in a congregation and your eyes are opening to see visions in the realm of the spirit then you would need a lot of time to hide and pray and if you are able to discipline yourself in this wise i'm telling you we don't have a specific year for somebody to become a grown matured prophet no there is no specific year it depends on how you yield your soul to the leadings of the spirit and grow yourself then we all anchor we could not can you to me do this level because when you look at us, you look like we are children. When you compare us to some of the prophets, like senior prophet of Pukunsia, um, you know, all these kind of great, great, great people, and you look at us, Moses said, The first time I saw you actually was a dream I had, and I saw the flyer in the dream. A week later, the flyers were all over campus. You were on the bill with Apostle Jima. Wow. Look at that. That was God speaking to him. Please kindly give me two to three minutes. I'll be with you shortly. Please. <laughs> 